0: desperately seeking cinema desperately seeking cinema desperately seeking cinema night camera action um the key to buying i was saying before the key to buying gifts for women is just to pay attention all the time gift wise. That might be the key to women in general. Uh, maybe. Uh, but basically it's like <laughs> yeah maybe it is but basically anytime you're out and you're just walking around doing any kind of uh, walking around town looking in stores or whatever always around town. always be just paying loose attention to things that they see go oh I'd love one of those I'd love that I'd love that thing and then when it comes the time to buy a gift for them You look incredibly thoughtful. You don't have to panic. Yeah. And uh, you just knock it out of the park. It's just, uh, you just have to pay attention. That's all i got good at that a long time ago the gift buying thing fucking lady pro <laughs> tips with jimbo jimbo it's just not being an idiot just just pay attention and you'll see that they not if i made some they new tell music, you they some t- new
1: theme music for that segment oh it's boy
0: like, <laughs> which we called what jimmy's lady tips oh god no it's just paying attention you just don't be a goddamn idiot they'll they tell you <laughs> they go look and they hold it up and they go, look, I, I'd like this. And then most guys are just like, uh, I'm hungry. Can we keep all this? Uh, they're like, I'm I, hungry. And I, they just don't pick up the, it's just a straight tip. It's so easy. Can we keep all this? I love what this. What do you mean? We always just talk on yeah, this I goddamn know. thing. But so uh, um, <laughs> I brought a, I brought a movie today. <laughs> you, you, you uh, actually think uh, that's funny, to... <laughs> hey? I'm just telling the truth. That's what it is. Just pay attention. Trying out to be a goddamn fucking idiot. <laughs> just pay attention. The, uh, and, uh, yeah. Oh, guys. Pay are, attention. Guys are goddamn idiots. Um, I brought a movie, though, with uh, me, a Blu-ray. Uh, Criterion Blu-ray. Another Criterion. Which, by the way, the Criterion channel launches on April 8th, which is pretty cool. All the streaming Criterion channel. thats That's so cool. For $10 a month, you know? I'm getting it yeah 10 that's actually pretty good like if you're actually that's going to compete with netflix for real Mm, i don't know i think it's really niche i mean yeah you know so oh yeah most of the population don't they have like star wars and stuff on there no there's no star wars criterion really there is a criterion robocop though interestingly (laughs) um yeah so basically if people are gonna watch yeah i think there is that's like the level
1: of netflix They've got uh, RoboCop and shit. There's
0: also a criter- couple of Criterion, Michael Bay. There's a Rock. The, the Rock is in the Criterion collection. But generally speaking, I think Criterion's One way too niche to compete with any of the... No, people want to quintessential.
1: I just want to say The Rock is like the quintessential '90s action film.
0: Well, maybe One that's effect. why it's in the collection. I don't really, I don't know. Armageddon this is the other Michael Bay movie that I saw was Christ. in there. I don't know why that's in there. I and I don't want to get into it right now, but I think that maybe there's certain directors that can get over intellectualized at times. Yeah, we are. I were think talking John Carpenter that. is maybe. Someone who, but maybe when we watch like a John Carpenter movie, we could discuss that or something. But I was saying I brought a movie today. I brought this movie Gamora, which is adapted from a novel um, that a guy wrote about the camorra which is the other huge Italian crime syndicate. Out, other than the Sicilian Mafia, the other big one is the camorra and it's supposedly run a little differently and it's run more at street level. And so this mo- uh, this movie's in an, a- an adaptation of his book, but it's it was like a pretty big thing. You know, it came out uh, a little bit over 10 years ago, I guess, this movie. But it's not like super well-known, you know. It's like, But it's uh, about, the, I think, the, the, the Kimura functioning on a street level. Modern day, I think, look at this um, Italian crime syndicate. Okay, that sounds exciting. It was it is was it, it went from book is it Italian? Yeah, Italian movie. It went from it went from book to Italian movie, then after the movie uh, it, they did a TV series, an Italian TV series as well based on the book and, you know, as a spin-off it fell, of the movie. Right? But the really interesting thing, the only other thing I saw that's crazy is the guy who wrote the book initially ended up apparently in his writing of the book he actually infiltrated and did some stuff like that and once the book came out he had all kinds of death threats and he had police escorts and it was like a big thing like he was like uh to this day i think he's got to be careful i think about (laughs) where he goes and yeah, he he I think he really put himself out there by sort of infiltrating this Camorra. Uh, okay. So that the Camorra the crime family, the only other thing I really know is it goes way back like it goes back centuries as well. Interesting. But it's just run differently than the Sicilian mafia apparently. It's it's just not as hierarchical and it's there's like um uh but I'm sure like the mafia they're just monsters every all of them. They're probably just wild <laughs> obscene Um, monster murdering monsters which is always in this film always interesting (laughs) yeah well i think um the dynamic
1: they show in some movies and uh even you hear in reports is like people feel more safe with the mafia near them Mm. in some respects because they feel like no one is going to attempt any sort of like robbery or like uh you know like sexual assault in their neighborhood because they're they wouldn't right. do it in the territory of the well, mafia
0: it's funny that you, yeah like i remember the apparently uh not apparently i'm sure you know uh that chicago is a very very violent place like it's Iraq, it, they it's, say uh, do they yeah and apparently it goes back to i don't know it was something like in the last decade or two and They did this huge takedown of the mafia in Chicago and and the the mob and they apparently that is what set the course for the, the now chaos that is there is eliminating the structure of the underground crime. Wow. And that I I read something that I don't know how true that is but I remember reading something in a you know reputable whatever saying that that was their big mistake was that they took down all these mob bosses and it just turned into anarchy and that's why Chicago today is just like apparently just a fucking Damn. That crazy, sounds like a screenplay right, right there. Oh, I'm sure there there probably is something or you know. Now, outside of my crime saga, um mm-hmm. What did you have any ideas of movies? Well, um, there was some we discussed
1: that I still have um, from like previous (laughs) previous weeks episodes. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Nobody knows our timeline, but uh, yeah, I have like Ran, which is the Kurosawa one. Uh, Mm. We have that one, Sweet Country, Witness for the Prosecution, Uh, Eskia, the Turkish one from '96. Hmm. Trying to think.
0: yeah. yeah, well, those, yeah, all, those are a few ones. What was the Sweet Country one again? What was that? 2017, it says. Yeah. Which, what is that? Oh, yeah, and we have Come and See as well from 85, uh, which is supposedly... Hand me, that. Hand me that Sweet Country case. Let me have a look at this. What is this one again? <laughs> uh, um, I can't... I. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're going to have to... Uh, That's a good option. Now, well, what do you think? I mean, do you do you have a preference as to... You You said something about wanting to... Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The sweet country one is about the, the Australian uh, Western one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. What do you think about the Gomorra idea about the Italian crime thing?
1: Um,
0: We just didn't we just do one in Italian recently? Hmm. What did we do? Conformist. We, Il conformista. I don't think we did that, though. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Which. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. No, no, that's right. That was uh before one yeah. before Ivan Styles. Wow, we got to start yeah, we got to get posting these. these. Out. Yeah. We got to get going. We've we're done just, some films. We're just finishing is, the logo. Uh I mean, chronologically, this is episode 7. Oh, that's good. Yeah, well we're, I, I god, yeah, I forgot about that one. Wow, okay, so we but we've also done a western recently too, so
1: yeah, you know. um uh that one Escius sort of, I I don't know why it's been like in my mind the the one the turkish one from 96 mm-hmm. but it just sounds cool
0: it also doesn't matter if we do two uh, italian i mean we're going to be doing tons of everything i would assume you know like we can we could do a couple italian films in a row it doesn't really matter uh turkish can i try to sell you
1: on this one for a second yeah
0: why what what um, what are you just because I, I don't know,
1: I do like mid-90s films. Mm-hmm. I know we just mentioned uh, What was it? It wasn't Speed. It was another Quintessence. Oh, The Rock. This is like the same era, mm-hmm. you know? And I really like how film, it's sort of like the end of analog, you know what I mean? Like uh, analog-looking film. What um, do you mean? You mean you mean
0: when they stop shooting on film?
1: Yeah, like it, it's like really like, it's the the actual end
0: like it started Mm -hmm. to be phased out in like you know like the 70s and and now you have to have like but a bigger budget to do it everything's digital well no a lot of people shoot film but you have to be it's like people that have a very specific idea and they probably need a bigger budget because it's more expensive and the whole thing you know or they do you need to have a bigger budget so yeah you're saying end of the film end of the era of everybody shooting on film you're saying
1: yeah and um so, yeah, I, I I like the 90s and 70s um, are two of my favorite uh, eras mm-hmm. in film. But, yeah. um, so what's the premise of this one? I don't know. It's called The Bandit. So, I mean, that should uh-huh. be somewhat telling. But uh, it says that... That, um, that doesn't tell you anything. Oh, okay. Well, it says it blends <laughs> fairy tale elements while carrying the notion of reality within a fictional story. Uh-huh. What's, um, the,
0: what's the premise? Do you know anything but, yeah, about this one?
1: Uh, it was Oscar nominated. I know that. What? But I know that's not the prom- premise. Oscars? Yeah, bunch of bullshit. Yeah, for no, foreign film, which we
0: just uh, yes, we... and actually the one I mentioned is was nominated for the foreign Oscar too. Yeah, yeah, but people often forget or miss those, even though they're uh, uh, there's a they're at the Oscars. You know, people just don't pay uh, as much attention. I always think that's my favorite part of the Oscars is just the foreign film category, just as a little list of potential movies to watch. I mean, mm-hmm. the rest of it is just so so stupid that. All right, this review, mm-hmm. lightning-paced romantic actioner. All uh, right, okay. That's everything you want I just film. was wondering if you knew what the premise was. <laughs> no, I don't want to know what the premise is You don't want to know much. what the premise is? No. Okay, so what are we going to do? Do we do Gamora or The Bandit, Turkish film The Bandit? Um, I think just because we haven't done like a Turkish language. Have we done a 90s one yet? Mm, okay. Yes. Like, we just
1: did Museo, which was fairly... Mm-hmm. That was a couple episodes ago, which was from, the, like, the mid-2000s as well, Yeah, so. that's true. Yeah, okay, so but why don't, don't we do... do... Gamora. It sounds good. Like, at some point. Well, why don't we... Yeah, we could do it soon. Why don't we just do The Bandit, then? All right, and... Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll get a couple episodes done again soon, right?
0: What, do you, what was this? We'll get we'll a it co- We'll
1: get some more episodes done. I really want to, like... What do you mean we'll get some more episodes done? I, what I mean is... We'll do some of the movies that we've talked
0: about. Oh, yeah. No, sure. They're, I want to do that. They're more. all good ideas. I don't...
1: Because, like, we've, we're have we starting to just grow and grow oh, and grow Whatever in though, our, I, in our list.
0: W- whatever. They're all good ideas. There's, there's like going to be a lot. We talked about
1: doing that Soderbergh movie. Uh-huh. And, yeah, that just... Yeah, well, we could do it. We him.
0: could do it, though. It's not like we're forgetting them. The one thing that's good is that nobody has brought one up where the other guy's just gone, absolutely not. Yeah. We're not doing that one. Like... We've both anything we've brought to the table so has made this sense. This
1: obscure one who framed Roger Rabbit.
0: By the way, that's so bizarre that you say that. That is crazy. <laughs> Christine and I watched this the other day. Christine, my partner. Yeah. Uh I haven't mentioned her on the show. Do um, you want me to get bleep? No. What do you? Why would you? What are? Uh, what am I living? Uh, I don't know. You you wouldn't want to talk about your personal life at all on the show, or? No, I don't care. It's mostly a bad joke. <laughs> so her and i watched the other day who framed roger rabbit because we like to we watch all kinds of movies you know like uh we went and saw uh, uh that apollo 11 documentary the other day oh, that we, looks good. It's it was great that. we see we watch a lot of documentaries we watch a lot of art house stuff blah, blah, blah. but into the mix we always like to work like 80s weird 80s oddities and and like we watch kindergarten Pop culture cop. we watch kindergarten cop love recently. that movie actually it's so terrible but it was a great watch actually you know? i have like kind of a uh
1: what do they call it irrational fear of like blood on tiles from that movie oh like, okay uh I and
0: mean, toward the end there
1: yeah yeah and the shower scene like Surprised i'm really you've seen freaked that movie. Out. oh yeah I was, I was like probably in kindergarten. wishing
0: Arnold could be the cop. I feel like, which will lead back to the Roger Rabbit thing, I think the thing that's so weird about the 80s is, and terrible to an extent, is that they, oh, there's so many movies from the 80s that feel so confused about what they are and, like, who their audience is. It's like they're, like, aimed at kids or something, and then it gets a PG-13 rating because it's, like, full of violence and nudity and swearing. It's such a weird commercial era in some ways the 80s you know so i go you know what i go you know we should watch today i go who framed roger rabbit i haven't seen it in probably 15 17 years i was a huge animation freak as a kid and i'm still i went to school for animation for a bit i'm really into animation i thought i mean the reviews for it if you look up roger rabbit it's like huge the reviews are great across the board it was a huge blockbuster and all this and i go I used to love that movie when I was a kid. And so we go to watch this thing the other day, man. And it is like one of the worst movies I've (laughs) ever seen. It is so bad. Like, and I, I, I almost, it's, it's inspiring me. I I think I'm going to write, I haven't been this inspired to write a piece about a movie ever where it's like, I can't find anybody talking poorly about it online. Really? And I think it's atrocious. I think it's just like, (laughs) it's it's like this weird, sinister... I'm glad that I brought it up in a negative context then. It's so... It's just like this weird, sinister, totally unfunny, excuse to be like a bunch of cameos between the warner brothers and the disney characters they're so forced every yeah. element of the, sh- the movie shoehorned it's in in that regard for a kid's oh movie. it's not a kid's movie at all it's horrifying it's like yeah. a sinister yeah. strange confused 80s movie yeah absolutely. animation's great i get but you know what i think it is is it's that a, it's one of one <laughs> people got what's one of one what there's no other like it Oh boy! Well, see, this is what I why I think people liked it so much when it came out is everyone was just sort of awestruck by the high level animation mixed with the live action and whatever. But man, the oh, story this is how Avatar is going to be regarded is a Avatar is a terrible film objectively. We'll yeah. get into that another time. But man, it was so terrible. That we were, we could barely get through it. And we love Kindergarten Cop. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like we're into watching like a weird 80s, you know, bad movie that's just kind of fun to watch and you have fun with it. Or she puts the meat on his head, isn't that, she puts a steak on his face. Is that in Kindergarten Cop? I hope so. <laughs> uh, but um, anyway, I hate Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I um, feel like possessed to write something about it because I think everyone, again, was just caught up in the technical achievement that it was. There's zero character development. Roger Rabbit as a character is insufferable. He's just <laughs> like, there's no redeeming qual- valid quality to any of the characters. It, there's no plot. It's like this convoluted detective story. Anyway, I'm glad you brought it up because it was, I, we've been dating for, you know, seven months and it was <laughs> for sure the worst, the worst moment. <laughs> it was the worst moment in seven months, almost. And uh, the, certainly in the terms of watching valleys, movies, <laughs> the relationship, certainly, certainly in the terms of watching movies, oh, in terms oh. of watching movies, it did, it felt like we were on a bad uh, drug trip. It was like, what <laughs> is this thing? Turn oh, this wow. shit off. Not Requiem for a Dream felt like that. Roger Rabbit felt like that. Roger Rabbit. So, what do you think? Should we watch this Turkish uh, movie? Yeah. The Bandit. Yeah, let's plow through it. Yeah, right? Let's watch it. Uh Bandit. Uh, we we hopped right back on Mike after having having watched uh, the Bandit, and uh, sometimes
1: we take a couple seconds, but uh, yeah, not very long.
0: Yeah, we usually try to get back on here, and so we can discuss uh, our immediate thoughts after. Now, uh, w- what did you think? What um, did you think about the uh, the Bandit?
1: It was interesting. I think we were a little caught off guard by the ending. In what sense? about how the production values seem to go really... <laughs> yeah. They were into the bottom draw.
0: No, they were... Uh, the the effects at the end... Now, I... Now, okay, so I'll come out and say I think... Uh, did you say this is episode seven yeah. of, uh, of yeah. the show? I think that this is my least favorite of yeah. of, of what we've watched so far. Um, I don't think it was by any stretch a, a bad movie. Uh I think, it. I don't know. I felt it, it was quite. It was uh, most of it was very well shot. It was it was well executed. As you just mentioned, some of the effects, especially at the end, were pretty rough. They it looked. It was very uh, the whole shooting thing at the end with the cops and everything. And I don't know. Some of even the the jo- the choices. Uh, directorial, uh, from a a directing standpoint at the end, I kind of thought were odd, like some implausible things. Um, I don't know. The whole thing I kind of thought had a lot of implausibilities. Like there was the, I don't know. The more more that I think of it, although it just ended and I'm still kind of sort of trying to process, I think I kind of know that I'm not huge on it. Yeah, so um It was quite th- melodramatic, I thought.
1: Yeah, so the thing that uh led me initially to wanting to watch this film was coming combing through the IMDB list. Oh yeah, you are a young white man. The IMDB two fifty. Well I wanted uh-huh. to see what's recent since I was like, you know, a young white man specifically. <laughs> I'm old and black now. But uh, no, I when I was like a teenager, I used to check out this list. Of course, yeah, no, this is at one ninety seven yeah. of
0: the two fifty. Oh yeah, I can see that. In between
1: Bergman's persona
0: uh-huh. and Ben Hur. Well, again, I I think of the IMDb two fifty as like network. And I think it's years fine. I think it's fine, but it's like it's a, it's a list that's made by young white boys. Like it's not anything to. Like what's number 1? The Shawshank um, Redemption followed by Fight Club followed by yeah, Batman or yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's pretty close um, to that. But like how are we missing something? No, I think it sort of fit the bill for like a movie that would be popular. Like I'm sure it was very popular in like, um in Turkey. Is that the greatest Turkish film of all time? No, I certainly not. Uh I I no. I mean, what would you be basing that on?
1: Cuz I'm like why did no, I mean it's. It seemed like pretty middle of the pack. Best Turkish towels. Yeah, <laughs> I think that it
0: was. Um, yeah, see, I'm looking. I'm looking now, and I guess correctly, the film is highly popular in Turkey, where it drew two and a half million viewers. Blah blah blah. I can see that. Like by mid '90s um, standards, it was kind of like it felt like a lot. There were there were moments where it felt like. Um, Much like watching maybe a Hollywood film from the mid 90s uh, at times. Not, you know. I I get that, yeah. Um, But I feel like it was quite mainstream. Like, I don't think that would be considered an art house movie or by any stretch. It was kind of like a mainstream Turkish. But it seemed like it had the budget, it's had the same budget of an art house film. May, perhaps because it's maybe inherently like an, just being like an turkish. american art, art house film. Yeah, yeah perhaps because it's a turkish movie yeah but they were trying to sort of go for a bigger budget feel or something but yeah they didn't they cert i don't know um i i kind of i don't know if i'm a big fan overall like no i mean uh, <laughs> i think of the of the ones we watched this is probably the least would you agree with that as well yeah. do you think yeah. yeah i think i would I, again, um, in a very general sense, I thought some of it was shot very well, um, but I thought it was quite. You know, there was a lot of implausibilities. There was a lot of sort of convenient uh, story twists. Then last minute, you know, I hate that stuff that you see the narrative so much. Itself wasn't I hate super that bad. stuff that you see so much, especially in the big Hollywood films now, where these people are just get saved, saved by the bell. The person just comes in at the last minute, and you yeah. see that in these. Goddamn superhero movies all the time now there it's like you have to have Somebody scenes off screen in hollywood movies where the trigger and... or just there's all kinds of scenes that are close calls and they get saved at the last minute and they hide behind a rock and the whatever and they the monster yeah. doesn't see them and it just felt like like there were twice where that the young guy was at the hands of a gangster the gangster guy about to die mm-hmm. and both times um, the, the 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 I guess the the true protagonist of the film the bandit yeah. the elderly guy Baran Baran comes in and just kind of he just happens to be there both times right at the eleventh hour yeah. and uh, I guess the defense you know, for that would
1: be like what else does he have to do you know what I mean it's not like he's like oh I gotta go meet you know my buddy for racquetball you know he's like
0: I, regardless if he has anything to do or not he just showed up at the exact moment yeah. and then. I don't know. I just felt like there was a lot of um uh the script was kinda corny. Like there were there were there was it did a lot play of play off ma- a
1: couple of um tropes. Like what? Like which ones? I don't know, like the uh the end of the movie with like, you know, the wall of bad guys shooting and stuff like mm-hmm. that and like, mm-hmm. like didn't Bruce Lee do this <laughs> like
0: In what when which one did Bruce Lee?
1: I don't know it was Chinese connection or what it was but, but there's he, like a wall he of ends of the movie with uh, like just a huge sidekick you know towards the this wall of gunfire oh you, know? okay. and you just uh, assume but that's yeah. where it ends and that's I mean yeah I feel like they really could have ended this movie like almost two minutes earlier and it would have been perfect well not like not a perfect film but like it would have been oh, the God, perfect yeah. ending to that film like if it had, if it had just cut away, assuming that like he he let the young man go, and then he was about to be shot or let go or sure. or oh, whatever. Yeah, like I, that I, would that would have been the right ending. To I me, mean, I right? think
0: that you're that I I like yeah I, I hear what you're saying. You're not trying to say maybe this ending would be better. You're just saying if they cut it sooner would be better because it was kind of a bad ending. The effects were terrible with the fireworks and even the way the cops were acting and they're not shooting them and, there there was too much of the uh sort of uh what's the word I'm looking for when people are given these sort of like poetic speeches like all the time as well like uh, everything was too poetic all the time and
1: yeah
0: it's like soliloquies uh, soliloquies and and you know the whole thing with the, the 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 woman the the his love interest he hadn't seen for 35 years Kesha. it's like <laughs> just the the whole thing of her not speaking for 35 years is kind of ridiculous yeah. honestly I think
1: that's what they were talking about though about the fairy tale aspect in the review like um mm. what review um i remember like when in the earlier part of the podcast the uh, mm-hmm. part a we were reading this uh you just looked at a review excerpt on the wikipedia yeah it was this okay. Sandra Brennan or uh-huh. no, was it Sandra Brennan no it was this other guy um textoy
0: mhm Imbued it with... No, wait. Well, I like that you remembered the IMDb thing because that explains, you know, it was Oscar nominated. Okay, yeah. And it was on the IMDb thing and that explains where the idea was to watch it in the first place.
1: Uh, The director of the film said it blends fairy tale elements while carrying the notion of reality within a fictional Uh, story. Okay, yeah. I guess that that was kind of... That helps, I guess, a little bit. Yeah, it gives you some pretext I guess well post text as Mm -hmm. to like why some of the
0: tropes were like Mm. uh, existent I suppose right yeah in terms of the and seemingly over the top that's kind of what bothered me was the this sort of over top over the top like you know he's been in prison for 35 years and she hasn't spoken and I don't know I just (laughs) yeah it elements of it were 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 pretty good like it was by a uh f- you know yeah i feel like it
1: could almost be retooled to be s- a little bit stronger even like the, the a few of the premises like if they were hit on them a little more subtly like um mm-hmm. like obviously like he was living a bandit's life in the city at the end and mm-hmm. was like you know and they they could have made that like a more prevalent part but it's like 30 seconds at the end where he's just like on roofs you know on roofs and mm-hmm. um you know, like the fireworks. You know, like they could have done it. They could have done that for five seconds, where they dragged it out for like thirty or a minute or whatever. You or know what not I mean?
0: done it at all. It was pretty hit hit you over the head. Like I, I yeah. think, like well, I well, if what you're they were going to do that,
1: they didn't need to do the the like portrait shooting star
0: thing at the end from It's a Wonderful Life. You know, at the mm-hmm. like, yeah, that was I hear what you're I hear what you're saying though. With like, it's there's the there's definitely it looks like so it was written by the director as well, and it looks it, it feels like. It's, you know, it's not like it's a total joke, as I say, or a terrible movie, but it kind of feels like uh, even though the, the movie is only 23, 24 years old, it kind of feels like you it, it, well regardless when it came out that, yeah, you could sort of you could rework it like someone could you could remake that movie and Make it rewrite stronger. the script and it could be a lot. Stronger by making certain things more subtle and upping the production values a bit, and yeah, I'm sure there's even narrative
1: things you could tweak slightly that would be like yeah,
0: make it a little bit more exciting.
1: That being said, um, knowing that this guy had been in jail for 35 years and um, just having a violent past, Mm -hmm. and um, just sort of expecting like this guy to break out some sort of violence that it's so pent up the whole film. Yeah. And then when he finally, you know, comes to the con- conclusion, like, what does it matter if I kill someone, you know, when it's about love or whatever? And then he just goes on this John Wick-esque rampage. You know, yes. I was, I was like, killed a lot of people. I was waiting
0: for this movie to turn into John Wick the whole time. Yeah. It's funny Turkish that John you, Wick. you had brought that up. <laughs> um, but obviously, um, John Wick's a very different thing. Obviously it's a, the, you know, it's like, uh, the choreography of the violence in John Wick kind of sets it apart from mm-hmm. a lot, uh, most things. But um, yeah, no, he went on that shooting rampage, but even that just felt implausible to me. Like he just there, it wasn't, it wasn't like the dire- direction wise. It just I wasn't believing it. Like it just didn't feel like he. No one was shooting back at him. And it was just like he was picking guys off like he was in a bad video game.
1: uh, I want to push back on that because I feel like if you actually went on a shooting rampage, like even through a mafia spot, like nobody would have their guns pulled like ready. You know, everybody would
0: just be like sitting there
1: like, oh, oh, somebody's shooting
0: us now. I guess so, but he sort of shot like he took he shot like three or four or five guys in the same room, like as though the guy over there doesn't have time to get his gun out. I know what you mean, I guess. Yeah. Uh, But, But even the way the cops were acting, they come up at the very end in the helicopter with machine guns drawn with the scopes on them. And they and then he just runs away and they don't even shoot at him. It's like they, as if they came up in a helicopter, like in the uh, in with the their warehouse. Semi-automatic, you know, fully automatic rifles aimed at him with laser scopes. They wouldn't shoot him. I get him. what you're saying, but in you the know, warehouse, for instance, like the boss,
1: when he even got to the the guy who you'd expect to be the most hardened, like the yeah. boss himself, was in shock. They had the guns pointed at one another. Yeah, and only the guy who. You know,
0: which I didn't like. Yeah. yeah,
1: I thought that was brilliant. Like that was one of the, the smarter things I thought. Like
0: because, but why would the boss of this this crime? Why would a high up in in the violent world of crime that had worked his way up there be afraid to pull his gun? He's the insinuation with a character like that is that he's worked his way into that position by being a ruthless. Killer and criminal and a hardened guy or whatever. I guess you know? it's just
1: uh, there's like a human element to like everyone, regardless of if you're a, a yeah. mob boss or anything. And like yeah. eight of his guys just got shot, and he's just like he was in shock. And of. he's in shock to probably have a gun to him, you know. But I guess he's yeah. probably not in that position very often. But uh, well, or maybe maybe he had been. Maybe that's why he's the top top, you know. But he's like the, he did take a check two scenes ago, <laughs> which most
0: most mobsters don't yeah but, um, no no that was kind of a weird thing too like do you accept yeah, do you accept like, a personal check yeah he's like this check is legit to quit and the the guy was clearly basing ha, ha. that off of the idea that the name on the check was so the the rich guy I or Yes, so right? i mean no well that's the insinuation this yeah. check is as good as gold because the guy's name is on it right. he's like famous all around the country he's one of the richest men in turkey right they oh yeah, said yeah on it and all yeah, that right? i forgot But I don't know, man, if I, you know, I just Googled greatest Turkish movies, and this is the first one that comes up amongst others. So, like, just in terms of those weird Google results. I mean, I don't mean to say really, because I was the one who said that first. um, I just think I would like to make a point on this show of exploring uh, some more Turkish movies, because (laughs) I'm not impressed with that one. I just Um, straight up don't like that movie. Make a
1: point of exploring or not exploring, based on... No,
0: exploring, because... I feel bad going, like, oh, yeah. Oh, it's one of the greatest Turkish movies of all time. I think it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't want to end my exploration of Turkish movies there right, you Fair. Know?
1: Well, we're, we're definitely going to give them a second chance. Uh, it definitely f- to me
0: felt like it was. We're, we're going to give movie. Turkey a second chance. Yeah, we're the arbiters We've of done Turkish film. Seven episodes <laughs> of our podcast. <laughs> we're like, well, I guess we'll give Turkey a second chance. Yeah, you know, you could reverse it though too. It's not like I, I don't. It's not like I feel bad. Like you could quickly reverse it, and some like, y- uh, you know, young Turkish guys could also go look at the IMDb 250, which again I'm. I think is kind of a ridiculous list in some ways. I think it's fun and everything, and I've looked at it many times. But oh, absolutely. They could go and look at it, and they could go, oh, uh, look, you know, uh, Batman, be, you Returns, know, Dark yeah. Knight, or, or Shawshank Redemption, or, or Fight or Club, apparently is one of the greatest movies ever made, and they could go watch it. Shawshank is really good. I uh, feel like we should. Maybe. Uh, it. I, might. Well, I haven't Shawshank watched it Redemption, for a while. though? I don't know. Uh, maybe. might have to do some research. Maybe. maybe. Yeah, last person I talked to who saw it said, that ah, didn't really hold up and it was kind of white savory and it was kind of cheesy and it's the type of movie I can for sure see young white dudes on IMDb voting into the top. Like, But that's why this movie is on there. That's why Fight Club's in the top 10. That's why Batman's in the top 10. It's, you know, it's all the, you know. <laughs> I don't know and, if all those are in the top 10, but. You know what I mean. The, the, whatever, yeah, the yeah. top 15, whatever. You know, but I think what I was saying is it could well be reversed and a Turkish kid could go go and be like, oh yeah look, um, you know uh, they could go... Uh, Fight uh, Club is in the top. It is 10. Yeah and like if you, you know they could pull a movie out of the top 20 of the IMDb thing as a Turkish person and go, what? Really? Like they could do the same, yeah, reac- have the same reaction that I'm having um, where they could just be like, okay I guess That's... Inception is the greatest movie ever. That being said,
1: I'm... It's, it's hard for me to see like surrounding the like of the films on this list. I've seen mm-hmm. quite a few. Like well, I feel sure, like you've seen quite a few as of well. Of course, anybody has.
0: That you, that's like a very pop list. Yeah. You know? So yeah. like,
1: where does this one fall in to that? You know, like other than just being the most popular Turkish film, like it doesn't seem I, like it fits
0: in with. Oh no, I I think Jaws it, eight and a half. I think it completely fits in because. Really? Because of what I was just saying, because of Inception is in and Batman is in and Shawshank. Like th- this is voted in by, again, m- the majority of the voters you on IMDB. Do think young Turkish
1: people enjoy this film? No, it's
0: just a melodramatic popular movie that's just, it's super melodramatic. It's hit you over the head with the message. It's a perfect yeah. candidate for like young guys to vote into the imdb thing to me right but also you it it a lot of the movies on this in the, on that particular list since we're talking about it uh, they i think find their way in because they have a certain amount of cachet behind them too do you know what i mean like it's a yeah i think it's like um uh you know a, the kurosawa stuff is going to end up within the imdb 250 just because it's Karasawa, and I think that this movie we just watched, I assume, was probably so popular in Turkey, and it was nominated for an Oscar, so there are eyes on it, right? and it probably gets talked about as being... Well, we know it gets talked about as being one of the greatest Turkish movies, so I don't know. It's made the rounds, and people like it, I guess. Um, it works. I still think it works the format of our show to watch it because... Even though it was, you know, somewhere on that list that we're talking about, and it was nominated for an Oscar, it's not the kind of movie that gained traction in the West where our friends are all like, of course I've seen The Bandit, or, like, I've never heard anybody really bring it up, you know? No. And admittedly, it is interesting. Uh, it's not like I know for sure why it's on that list or considered to be so great, necessarily, but I don't know. Personally... Not uh not a huge fan of it, I guess, you know, but again i I would like to watch some more Turkish movies beyond that. I don't know, I don't know if I've ever have you seen any other Turkish movies ever This is it. this is the first that's one. so interesting,
1: yeah i I got but I you know that's one thing I, I didn't know, did know enjoy. if I have I was either seeing Istanbul is like uh, it was pretty cool, like one thing you're mentioning,
0: not Constantinople. Constantinople, <laughs> um, <laughs> Constantinople. Ooh, yeah. No, what? What do you mean, seeing Istanbul? Oh, seeing it in the in the film, the
1: shot. Yeah, of and walking through it, and um, like yeah. you were saying in particular, you were enjoying the uh, the club scene where they walk through, and like one long shot. Yeah, it was that was cool. There was definitely
0: some good shots.
1: I feel like there. we're gonna mm-hmm. have a competition as the um as the podcast goes on to see who has the best single shot single long shot you know like
0: the, oh yeah the, it's it's kind of it's definitely a thing in you uh, like,
1: had a really sick one where he wrapped around the entire like japanese sort of uh, yeah and it's a definitely thing.
0: a thing where directors you know, Robert they, Altman used to do the. It's a thing. It's like I mean, while
1: well, Birdman is like they, that topped it
0: all because it was all a single shot. Well, they trying. made it look like a single shot. Yeah, so to and speak. Certain, Certainly, though, within it, I'm sure there were tons of really long shots. Yeah. And it's always been a thing that d- gr- directors aspire to do. And, uh, and And they are impressive, though, because they're very Less engaging. Yeah. yeah, it's very engaging. And that was a great shot, the club scene. But to what you were saying, yeah, it is cool just to see uh Istanbul. Yeah. Uh in 25 years ago and all this scenery and these shots the you know the 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 shots from the top of the buildings and just it's it's yeah. it's a time capsule thing like any movie uh uh it can be if there's all these shots of a certain um locale but I, that was cool. I liked that. I liked yeah, seeing I'm, Istanbul in there the mid 90s.
1: Yeah, there was more of an organic um like reason to show a lot of the landscape and and um, buildings and stuff like that mm-hmm. in the skyline of of Istanbul than there would be in a lot of other uh, films. Yeah, the, you know, the, like yeah. there, it was very a lot of the scenes were outdoors for like for practical reasons and um, yeah. Although we did return to that uh, single hotel a lot.
0: Well, it was the you know yeah it was the the the. The home base or whatever, yeah, what, for, the, for for a lot of the second half. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I uh, I I wouldn't. I honestly wouldn't. It's, recommend it's, it's, it. It's harsh to say, but I wouldn't recommend it. I wouldn't watch it again. Yeah, I mean, if uh, somebody's trying to delve into like Turkish film, maybe. But um, uh, no, I I would hope there's. That there's stuff that I would personally like more, and obviously there would be. I mean, it's really interesting what we had just said, though. That is so fascinating. I can't think of any Turkish movies that I've seen, and, like, maybe it's just a. I I really want to read about that now, and maybe it's just a, a thing where they haven't... Uh, over the years, they ha- They just haven't... Definitely a populous country, like...
1: Yeah. Yeah, Istanbul's mm-hmm. the biggest country in Europe, I think.
0: Yeah, and maybe they just... Because, you know, there's, there's all kinds of parts of the world where even on limited but you know just there's all kinds of places where within limited budgets outside of the the hollywood system some really obviously some great stuff has been made so i'm sure there's some amazing turkish stuff and this makes me really want to go and read about that yeah and and find it and and watch some other stuff yeah i want to
1: see some of the other like and that's kind of one of the points of the Um, podcast itself I want to see other countries best films you know I want to see this one sure Pather Panchali yeah well that lends that
0: that just that naturally lends to our format of what we're trying to do is totally is is that it's that you're inherently going to have a lot of people in uh, the west that haven't seen them Um, but I don't know I, I think we should keep there's plenty of stuff here too that nobody talks about and hasn't yeah, and we're assuming seen for a long time that's excellent as well, you know. Yeah. Uh
1: yeah, we're assuming you haven't seen these films because you're an English speaker like us, but maybe you're from that country and, you know, you know these films and uh we're just touching on them. Hopefully you're not a Turkish well, pe- person and this is your favorite film. Well, people get the film.
0: context that we're f- we're in Canada and and uh that m- we're mostly exposed to uh American films, you know. Yeah, Hollywood films. I mean, yeah, perhaps we
1: should mention that like um there's not too many Canadian films that are, like, um, really heralded with us, you know? Like, a, you
0: know, there's, there's like, a handful, you yeah. know? There's, like... There's um, one...
1: There's a uh, there's a Canadian director who is known mostly for his short films that I want to show you.
0: Yeah, who's that? Norman McLaren. Are you familiar? I've, with? I've, I'm familiar with the name, but I don't think I've seen his stuff. Okay. We should make We're a point, a though, of doing episode. some Canadian stuff. That, you know, we should do... You oh. know, there there's definitely a some, well, we could a few uh, features in we could there. We get two birds with one stone.
1: There, we could do a short film episode and a Canadian film episode well, with him. Yeah, it would be strong. We could tell. talk
0: about that, but we should try. Yeah, we should try to do Canadian movies and the, But we've done essentially foreign films up to this point, have we not? Eighty um, percent. Well, I mean, we haven't done a Canadian film if that's what you mean. N- no foreign, like outside of North America, outside of the yeah, Hollywood pretty system in Canada. Johnny Guitar yeah. was yeah. was American. We've done a bit. But yeah, no, um, it's naturally going to happen. But yeah, I don't really know. I don't know. I don't even know what else to say about this movie. It's tough to, to go on about it when you're like, I didn't like it. You know what I mean? No, like you, I can, mean... you can talk about it to a certain extent but uh i kind of Oh, it wasn't like, the worst movie i've ever seen oh I said, no I said that i said that before of course no but, most uh, movies are worse than that movie uh, yeah. you know like but i still didn't like it i didn't yeah. think it was that great it was, just, it was a know. couple
1: degrees away from being like it had potential at times i think you know i i totally agree like it was but, like uh, and there were many fell a little short of our standards i think
0: yeah, for for me personally, it did, and the, I didn't think that. Like, I, even probably at the halfway point, I yeah. did not think I was going to feel that. Ba- feel that, but then once the sum of the parts, once it it finished, and I thought about it, and I saw the end. Yeah, I, uh, think, I just kind of. No, I think that's I also because,
1: like, like, yeah, like I said, like our standards. Like a lot of the films, like, uh, have really in the third act, like, brought it around. You know, and we are like, "Where's the conformist going? Like, where's Ugetsu going?" And then they just come around with these like beautiful ends to the poems. Well, that, you know? That happens Ivan's to Ivan's childhood. Like, our
0: standards are just the standards of uh that we've watched a lot of movies and Yeah, well we you know, just um, uh I I know what you're saying. We happen to have watched some where they sort of come around and wrap it up. I just I just didn't like that the, overall. Well yeah, you know? it was
1: it was almost like the third the third act was the one of the weaker of yeah, that Yeah, mil- sure, movie.
0: Sure. but yeah well perhaps
1: we are overanalyzing it now
0: no i mean yeah it as i say it just sort of it gets it gets to where i'm just kind of like uh i don't even know it's so much easier to talk about something that you really liked yeah you know and i just kind of feel like i don't know what else to say all right well (laughs) wrapping it up oh yeah you want to wrap up yeah all right we might as well right yeah yeah all right well uh,
1: and this week with Desperately Seeking Cinema where you listened to listening. uh yeah Eskia yeah. yeah. the Bandit. Yeah.